Okay, as ever at this time, uh, Philip Malloy is here to talk uh, movies and television. By the way, um, I hadn't planned to ask this, but just the music kind of yeah. jogged in my head. Yeah. Did, are they are they making a new Magnificent Seven? Yeah, a remake. Oh. Um, uh, Denzel Washington is in it. Um, Liam Neeson, it? did I hear? No. Well, that's new. That's new to me. Okay, now you know more about <laughs> it than I do. So. Well, that is new to me. Uh, uh, what's his name? Pratt from uh, what's the actor's name? Anyway, Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt and. Uh, there's a, they've cast about four or five uh, parts. I'm not sure if they have ca- cast the part of the Mexican leader um, yet, but it's coming up fairly soon. What do you know, I'm, I'm, would you be as windy about that as I, as I, I am? I am. I am windy about it because I like and I still like and I would still look at. I would still look but, at the original. Yeah, every time you know? it was on, I yeah, watched yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. get sucked and, back uh, into it. I mean, all of them. They're so stylish. They're so good. I mean, they're so. I mean, they're so full of pres- presence, you know. And there's all kinds of great stories about Steve McQueen and his war with Joel Brenner on the set. You, you know, for instance, at the beginning where they take over the hearse. Remember, they take mm. over the hearse mm-hmm. and they're taking the, this body of the old Indian who's died, dropped dead and died. They're yeah. taking him up to Boot Hill, right? Yeah. So everybody is afraid to drive the hearse except for Chris. Joel Brenner says, oh, hell, I'll do it, you know. And he comes and then... Um, Steve McQueen's character, um, he 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 he's come, he gets on board as his kind of sidekick, as his, you know, as his protector. So the two of them anyway are going up, and McQueen uh, he does he does all these little little bits. He has um, he has a a bookshot, he has books, and he rattles the bookshot, and he well, at one stage he he pulls his hat down, and he he's, he's trying to see where the shadow is and under from under his hat, and apparently this drove Yell Brenner absolutely nuts. He was doing stuff, he was doing bits of business all the time to attract the camera, to attract the attention oh, right. okay. to him. And uh, apparently they they were at war the whole film. But it didn't come across in the. Uh, no, it didn't. No, I mean, he was film. one of yeah. One of the things that McQueen loved to do was he used to love reducing the amount of dialogue that he had. Um, so he was very much a reactor as opposed to, as opposed to an actor, you know. So okay, good stuff. Mm. Um, anyway, um, come here. You got some. I suppose is it breaking news or relatively recent breaking news? The uh, the nominees for this year's yes, IFTAs, IFTAs, the much maligned IFTAs, IFTAs. unfairly so in my well, guy. We're, we're going to malign them more, are we? Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're not impressed with the nominees? No, I mean I don't know the point. I don't get the point of the IFTAs, and I think that what they do is they create sort of false standards. You know, if you're saying, uh, I don't know, if you're saying stuff like Frank or Glassland or St. Patrick's Day or Noble and Song of the Sea, these are the, these are all in for best these are film. Best for nominees, me. Yeah. I used to live here. I, I, I mean, is it, do you really have a sort of balanced um, competition here? You know what I mean? Is it really kind of balanced? I don't think it is. It's not. When you look at that list, yeah. you'd have to say it, it wasn't. It hasn't been a vintage year for Irish no. films. I mean, Frank, I, I, I love... what I, makes an Irish film then, Shane? What makes, for the purpose of this thing, for the purpose of this competition, what makes an Irish film? Well, I, I would have thought an Irish film is one that's made here, funded here, directed here, no? Well, you might okay. That would be fairly. That would be a fairly solid reason or a fairly solid description of an Irish film. But I think that they don't. They don't stick to sort of that kind of thing uh, with 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 these nominees. And as well, you know, I, I'm just looking at actress in the lead role, Tara Brannock in A Nightingale Falling. I don't know if many people seen A Nightingale Falling. Jordan Jones, I used to live here. Simone Kirby. Now this is uh, actress in the lead role. And Simone Kirby's is down for Jimmy's Hall. Her role in Jimmy's Hall is very much a supporting role. Mm. Uh, Deirdre Kane then in Noble, and she plays Christina Noble, which is it, yeah. it is a main role. Um, 
actor in a supporting role again. Um, you see, you're, you're talking about actor in a supporting role, Alan Leach for The Imitation Game. Well, that's certainly not an Irish movie. No. No, no he is an Irish actor, he's I suppose. A, he's an Irish actor. Yeah, yeah. In a, I, I was very disappointed with The Imitation Game, but that's going yeah, to be yeah. beside the point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, J- James Nesbitt in Gold. Gold is an absolutely laughably awful movie. <laughs> it's an awful <laughs> movie. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, Andrew Scott in Pride. Uh, and again, he that's a, I, I like Andrew ah, Scott. Yeah, 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 Andrew yeah. Scott. And it's, that's a supporting role. And I liked Pride. But again, it is most certainly not an Irish film. Okay, um, fast forward to drama um, for best drama. Um, Charlie, The Fall Season 2. Now, The Fall Season 2, I thought, was just absolutely brutal. Yeah. Um, uh, just <laughs> the series that should never have been made. You're talking um, about me not pulling me punches. Uh, I just, I like, the first series was excellent. Just, yeah. The second season, I just thought, was pointless. Uh, Game of Thrones, Love, Hate, Five, and, and Vikings. So, what, are we, what are we on now? We're on uh, TV. Drama in association with the BAI. So I suppose it's yeah, TV drama, okay, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Charlie, uh, I thought it was a little disappointing. Well, it? I was very disappointed in Charlie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought I, I thought Aidan Gillen, uh, who I think is a very, very fine actor, and I love most of what he does, uh, and I, I especially like the character that he plays in Game of Thrones. Um, but uh, again, uh, I, I just thought everything about it it was over stylized. You was, know, I, yeah. I couldn't put my finger on till until I watched uh, the program about the the last British election. The, um, I can't yeah. even remember what it was called. Was it called election? Uh, and it was done after basically the the, the coalition was yes, called. Actually. Yeah, it's called it coalition. And I watched that, and you know what? I had a knot in my stomach. The tension trail, even yeah. though I knew what happened. Yeah. And I actually just said, you know what? I actually didn't feel like that watching Charlie. Actually, yeah, I didn't every, get that sense of tension. Yeah, but everything about it, you're do you notice the way they had music this music sort of playing this music playing under the drama all the time as mm. if they were afraid, afraid to let the drama actually speak for itself breed yeah. you know now it was still I mean it was still very watchable yeah. I, but I just I was a, a little but, disappointed yeah but the way they portrayed characters like Brian Lenahan as well I, I, I did I read somewhere that the Lenahan family weren't happy with it well if they weren't happy with it I'd agree with him because yeah. he was portrayed as a buffoon there's no doubt about it you know Um. Just lastly, on going back to the mm. the Iftas, I mean, you're not a fan. Um, the there was a fair I, amount I, I, of controversy just, yeah. surrounding them last year. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. wasn't the most successful hosting of the Iftas ever. I think it's fair to say. No, no, no. Are, I, are, they're not doing it live this year, are they? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's it's a different format. I think. Yeah, I think right, it's, yeah. yeah. I don't think they're doing it live. I think they're. I don't know. They're they're compressing it anyway. They're compressing it and uh, putting it out on TV three. As far as I understand, um, I wouldn't be well up to date on this. But the thing is, as I said to you again and again, uh, I, we don't understand why these movies are chosen. We don't understand exactly how they're chosen. I don't anyway. And uh, I do think that, as I said to you, that, uh, that what they see, the choices seem to create what are false values to me. You know, um, and again, uh, but the, 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 the thing that most kind of upsets me is is deciding uh, where they come from, who they are, what they're, why they're worthy of nomination, you know. Yeah. Okay. I just don't get it. Okay. Um, Kabir, what, what about uh, the six billion uh, dollar man? Interesting. When I was a kid, yes. it used to be the six million, million dollar man, but that's inflation well, for you. Eh? Well, yeah, well, that's, why I, I mean, that's <laughs> the only reason that I can sort of uh, cite. 
and it's okay. It, it is the movie that you're talking about. It is the Lee Majors um, series that we're talking about, uh, which was seventy four, I think, to seventy eight. Yeah, I remember it was part uh, yeah. of my childhood. Definitely. Yeah, and it was uh, Steve Austin, this uh, six million dollar man. I think he was a pilot. Was he a, a pilot? Yeah. And anyway, he has an accident. He has a terrible. We accident. can't rebuild him. Make him we faster, can, stronger. And they decide to, to create the first bionic man, isn't that it? Yeah. And uh, so that's what. Um, uh, that's what it was, and it's, and now what they're doing is they're act- doing a film version, and uh, the um, the film just version. Just what we need is another action yeah. hero movie, and another <laughs> another Mark Wahlberg movie, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Anyway, Mark Wahlberg is the star in it. He's to play uh, the Steve, Steve Austin character, as you say. They've uh, they've they've jacked up the title. It's the Six Billion Dollar Man. I presume they're going to give him all kinds of extra special powers, and uh, it's been uh, directed by. Um, uh, a guy called Peter Berg who worked on a film called you, you may remember it called Lone Survivor in 2013 mm. with Mark Wahlberg so okay alright um, come here uh, True Detective I actually I, I missed series one I haven't got into it yet but yeah. uh, everyone raised about it is, is it, a, is it that good uh, it, actually if you wanted to get it it's I think it's 26 euro I don't know if you consider that a lot uh, for no, a, for a, okay, for a box. Yeah, yeah, I think it's quite good. Uh, it's down in I've noticed down in HMV. I think it's six episodes. It is six episodes. The new one is eight episodes. Uh, Colin Farrell looks from the I've seen the trailer and I've seen obviously just pictures of him, stills of him, and he looks. Uh, it's about three cops all with their own problems, and uh, uh, and he's one of them. He's a cop with a kind of a. Uh, a shady past and um, so a set in Northern California and uh, it's it looks like again it looks it, I think there's eight episodes yes eight episodes in this one one of the we, we had a question a couple of weeks ago about wh- when was it coming on well it's coming on uh, on uh, Sky Atlantic on the 22nd of June uh, one of the things that happened with the first one was the six episodes were actually directed by one director but they've broken it up into three and four directors on this one so they're churning them out fairly much quicker um, okay. and as I said it's on so I'm, I have to say I'm, I'm seriously looking forward to it and from what I gather from sort of contact we've had from listeners a lot of people are looking forward to it OK um, I've seen the, the, the promos for it the ads for it but uh, yeah. have you got a chance to see Far From the, the Maddening Crowd yet? I saw it uh, uh, was it Friday? Yeah. Um, uh, well, what's the, it, what's well, the verdict? Well, well okay. It's, first what, it's, f- it's about 40, it's well over f- nearly 50 years since the original, isn't it? Uh, 67. Uh, 67. Yeah. yeah, 67. Yeah. Um, Julie Christie, Crystal, uh, Julie Christie. Peter Finch, Alan Bates, um, Terrence um, Stamp, of course. Terrence Stamp. Uh, Terrence Stamp plays the role of this um, uh, this, this sergeant, uh, Sergeant Troy in the film, and he's the, probably the weakest thing. He's by, uh, portrayed by an actor called Tom Sturridge. Anyway, just first of all, is okay. It's based on um, a Thomas Hardy book. I think it was Thomas Hardy's fourth book. Uh, it was one of his most popular. Uh, it's set in what he called Wessex. Wessex, well, I think Wessex is only referred to in it, and it's in the southwest of England, and it's about this um, uh, this young woman called Bathsheba Everdeen, and her uncle leaves her a thousand acres and a big house, and uh, basically it's about her and her position, uh, trying to run the farm, trying to find her way in the world, and at the same time deal with three suitors. Um, one played, as I said, he's a, he's a soldier played by Tom Sturridge. Um, um, 
uh, Michael Sheen uh, plays this next door neighbour and then there's uh, an actor called uh, Matthias Schoenhart and he plays a, a shepherd. Uh, so it's the three uh, so it, it, what the movie deals with is the way her relationship with these three guys basically reflects on her okay and uh, uh, it's a very handsome film very uh, I, I think very kind of credibly uh, done and I have to th- I have to say Kerry Mulligan who plays the central character oh. she's a very kind of vivid lovely um, uh, human quality to yeah her. I, I was interested because I was, was going to say to you yeah. just looking at the cast compared to the 67 yeah. one I mean yeah I, I like Kerry Mulligan, but I mean she's not quite Julie Christie, is she? I mean, no, and no. and the same. I um, well, I, Michael I, Sheen. Yeah. You know, I'd be a bit so-so about him. Yeah, I, 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 with this one, I actually think that it relates to uh, the present times and our view of women and men. It relates to that uh, in a more um, more more obvious uh, way uh, than the original did. She was very much a flirt, I thought, in the original in the Julie Christie version. Yeah. Um, really good casting so other um, sort of supporting casting um, Peter Finch was in it as well he played the Michael Sheen part uh, as I said um, Terence Stamp played Troy who was the sergeant um, and uh, it, so it, it it was good I mean and it's very well regarded and it was recently reissued uh, but I, I think this one kind of stands up to it yeah it, it certainly looks like a beautiful yeah, film from yeah. just from, from yeah. what I've seen I, I just love those um, sort of handsome period films anyway yeah yeah, yeah. No, true um, come here Unfriended um, this uh-huh. is a, this is the Agatha Christie uh, well, it, well it, it's, it's a kind a of or none the, it yeah. used to be a much a less um, <laughs> there used to be a much more dodgy title than yeah, Agatha yeah. Christie book. it's about let me just explain it to people it's about the six t- teenagers and they convine con- convene sorry on a Skype on Skype for a late night chat and then they're interrupted by what seems like this kind of mocking virus that somehow holds them responsible for the death of a school friend who killed herself after being bullied um, online. So that's the, that's the sort of story. Like a bit like a, I know what you did last summer kind of thing. Yeah, is it? yeah, yeah. Well, there, there's an element of that in it, but except that the whole thing is actually done on Skype. All of it is done on Skype. So the screen is broken up in, into into Skype kind of screens. And as well, then you have all this information that... that the ghost or whatever this person is supposed to be is actually sending true information, taunting him and accusing them uh, of these six people all the time. And it goes on from there and it gets, I won't say too much, it gets... And does it work? Actually, interesting, because I saw yeah. an episode of Modern, Modern Family, a young fellow was watching it yeah. yesterday, and the whole Modern Family I saw, episode... I, 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 yeah, I, I, I was just reading up on this and I, saw, I hadn't seen Modern Family, but, but I saw it, that you, reference to it, it. It was basically all, she was on Facebook or she was yeah. online the whole time, all the characters were... And you know what, it, it sounds like it could be really irritating, but it actually did work. Yeah, it was funny yeah. and it did actually work. Well, I was surprised that how uh, this is made by um, a company called Bloomhouse Productions, which specializes in um, in, in low budget uh, horror films. And it was made for a million dollars. And uh, so far, um, it's taken $24 million in the States. Now, $24 million by modern movie standards is not a huge amount. But if you if you if you if you um, compare sort of investment to return a million dollars for 24 million that's pretty good yeah yeah, you know? yeah it is definitely so so that's that but uh, the thing about it is that it's it's almost like a a kind of a, a, a i don't know an exercise in suspense and it works okay it really works right. so um, uh, a few people texting in what i don't know one of us is it is it far from the Madding crowd? Or no, it's far Madding. From Madding, Madding yeah, not Madding. Madding. No, far from the yeah, Madding crowd. Yeah, it is crowd, from yeah. the Madding crowd. Yeah. Um, 
Get Up and Go. I, again, I've seen trailers for this. Yeah. It, it, this it's, said, it. it's said all over Dublin. Absolutely. In, in all kinds of places. Even the screen cinema. All kinds of places it's set. And a couple and of actors as well. A from, couple of, yeah. From uh, what, Killian Scott yeah. and, uh, and Peter Coonan. Yeah, what it does is it, it reunites these two guys. Peter uh, Coonan and Killian Scott, who most people will know are from uh, Love, Hate. And it's the story of this Dublin guitarist and singer played by Coonan. And he abandons his girlfriend when she tells him that she's pregnant and he kind of persists in his ambition to go to London to try to make it as a musician. Uh, he has to get uh, the money to go. He needs uh, a thousand euro and it's about basically him and his friend played by Scott who's a would-be kind of stand-up comedian and it's about him uh, about the two of them basically going around to various people to try and raise the money over the period of an does evening. It, does it work? A night. It, it's it's I, I I was disappointed in it. I have to say I, really? I just thought yeah I just thought it would be funnier. Um, I like Killian Scott. I think he's a really fine actor. He is. Um, and uh, I I but I, I I didn't think that the uh, the lines the dialogue that Coonan in particular because uh, you mentioned Charlie earlier and I thought Coonan as drum as you know drum the yeah yeah in in, in very good was very good very good one of the best things about it. Come here, we're, we're, gee, I just looked at the clock. Yeah. We're, we're running out of time. I I do need to ask you about Elsa and Fred though. Um, 85 year old Christopher Plummer 81 year old uh, Shirley MacLaine yeah. uh, starring opposite each other yeah ok first of all quickly it's a remake of an Argentinian film believe it or not and I think it's the first time that they've starred opposite each other and she plays this kind of flighty vivacious and not always honest uh, septuagenarian and he's that he's this morose widower, widower hasn't been able to deal with the wife or with the death of his wife so it's about the, she's obsessed with Fellini's um, uh, La Dolce Vita and obsessed with going to Rome and doing jumping into the Trevi Fountain like Anita Egberg did in, in that and she basically gets Tim turned on to this idea she brings him out of himself so it's that kind of stuff yeah, I love Christopher Plummer is it, is it worth oh, watching he's, he's like, it's nice it's nice but it's 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 not brilliant it's a bit sentimental as you might expect ok two quick things before the, I let you go The yeah. Affair begins on Sky Atlantic the affair, the affair does begin on Sky Atlantic I've seen the first episode and it's really 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 promising I have to say okay. It begins on the 13th of May and it's about the effects of an extramarital relationship on two families. Um, this uh, this um, novelist and school teacher played by Dominic West, uh, he goes um, to his wife's family's place in the Hamptons and he meets this waitress there and has an affair with the waitress. Now I won't say much more about it than that. The gorgeous actress, English actress called Ruth Wilson uh, plays the waitress. Um, Maura Tierney I don't remember her from ER she's in it as yeah. well and uh, so uh, definitely worth a watch oh really worth and, listen, it's just it's, it's, and the very first is intriguing from the get go I think we've got about a minute left yeah. just want to ask you um, Chris says um, what does Philip think of the American series Bloodlines I thought it was great is that the one set in Florida Keys oh yes yeah I, I never got into it I didn't like it I have yeah. to say. now people I, I've talked to people who raved it. about it I must have a look at that uh, but I it's on Netflix I found it kind of incredibly slow mm. uh, but Chris is obviously found, and I know lots of people have I, I didn't get into it no, I have to say uh, ok 